Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. He is Adam the Bull, uh, formerly of 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland, Ohio, and now... With Adam, you can check out the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show streaming live on YouTube weekdays from 11 to 1. You can also hear his podcast, The Bullpen, with Adam the Bull on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. My guy, Adam the Bull on the guest line. What's up, buddy? Nick, congratulations on your new gig. I am very happy for you. I think it's creepy that you're asking people to slide into your DMs. It's a little weird, but I'm still happy for you nonetheless. Well, thank you. Thank you, my guy. And uh, don't knock it till you try it. That's right. I, I'm a little insulted that you mentioned everybody in your article but me, but I'll get over it eventually. Wait, like, you I, probably were banned. You probably were banned for mentioning me in there. Uh, I I didn't <laughs> I mention don't... you in the article. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. You know, it uh, looks like I'm gonna have to hit the edit tab here real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awkward. Uh, yes. Are you? You're not really excited. Listen. Now that you're leaving Charlotte, admit it. Baker sucks, and you're glad that Carolina stuck with him. Come I, on. Now. I will not. I will not. I, I, I'm like clockwork orange. Every time you say Baker sucks, I'm going to clockwork orange your eyes open and make you watch 15 yep. games of Sam Darnold. And then you you and I can have the yeah. conversation of what truly no, sucks. I don't, you know, I don't think Baker sucks, but he's average. So congratulations. Carolina's gone from Teddy Bridgewater to Andy Dalton. Congratulations. There you go. So, I mean, that's basically what's happened here. Uh, They've gotten better, but not enough. I think the only way I disagree with you, Bull, is Andy Dalton was always physically, I don't want to say limited, because he's still a very, like, he's more talented than me at quarterback and throwing a football. But, like, Baker's arm talent doesn't necessarily profile as a game manager, as a average middle of the road quarterback. That's still probably his best trait, no? I guess, yeah. I mean, he does. You know, his arm is fine, but I, I don't know that he has. I, I guess that's his best trait. Because what else would it be? He's not accurate. I keep hearing. I listen to national shows. I know you know this, but like, I listen to national shows every once in a while, and they always say, "Well, Baker's an accurate quarterback." When he's never been accurate in the NFL, who gives a rat's you know what what he did in college? That's irrelevant. There's a lot of guys who were good, accurate quarterbacks in college that are not in the NFL. He's never been accurate in the NFL. He has the second most interceptions since coming in the league, the most turnovers since coming into the league. He's not a good athlete, and he's not big. So there are a lot of flaws. I would say, said, yes, he is an upgrade from Sam Darnold. Yes, the, no the, the thing that I would say, though, is specific to yeah. any stats that talk about him since coming to the NFL, to me, yeah. the real story, I don't think you can really start to gauge who Baker was until the organization stabilized, which would be about two years ago. Well, he still threw a ton of picks last year. But he had a lot of turnovers. He did not play well. And then we're going to say, and then we can say, well, he was injured. But then, then we only get to grade him on his one good second half of a season. I don't know. I mean, I don't think you could give a total pass to a guy the first two years. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that. But yeah, it's been a challenge with all the co- coaching staff changes. I agree with you. But he's not the first quarterback to have to deal with that challenge. And uh, but but no, in the end, I mean, I, I agree with you. He is uh, he's better than Sam Darnold. <laughs> that That's is the best I could say. That is man. When you want to talk about setting a bar for somebody, just don't <laughs> be that awful. Uh, so let's get to, you know, yeah, there's a there's a lot of points that anybody can point to and say that was the straw that broke the camel's back from the Browns yeah. side of things. 
What do you think was the the moment where they decided they were no longer in the Baker Mayfield business? I think I I think it it, it solidified in December with a couple of different things. I think the way he or late in the season where he, the way he handled that Lions game. If you remember, the Lions obviously the Lions were awful last year, and he played terribly in that game. They they pulled it out a slight victory, and he was really angry after the game because he, to me, cared more about his own performance than the team performance. And I think that soured some people. I think the fact that going into that last few weeks, he was highly critical of the head coach. I think going into that last game when he said before, you know. when after they had won a game with Case Keenum and they, you know, forced his way back in there, and you can blame the coach for that too, and he didn't play well, and he played his worst football at the end there, and he played terrible against Green Bay, and then going into that last game after he was awful against the Steelers and got beat up, to be fair, he said, well, I'm going to have to talk with my people and this about playing in the last game. Well, a lot of other guys hurt who played to the end, to the final game, and he did. So I think he turned off a lot of people there. Uh, and I thought Jason Lloyd had some interesting stop comments today in the Athletic, and he'll be on our show today, uh, where he talked about you know the relationship souring between Baker and Stefanski over the last you know couple of months of the season when Baker was annoyed that Stefanski didn't come to a meeting, and then Stefanski really got locked in in those meetings after that, and was very you know apparently continuously bringing up behind the scenes. Baker's struggles. So things went south in a hurry. It's hard, hard to believe that where we've gone and how things have changed in a year, but it certainly has. So now the question for the Browns, obviously, is when Watson's going to play. But, uh, but uh, you know, it, down the stretch, it really soured between the two. Adam the Bull of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on YouTube weekdays 11 to 1 and uh, also host of the bullpen with Adam the Bull on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you can get your podcast. Uh, he's on the guest line. We're talking about Baker Mayfield here in the acquisition. All right, so I, we, we did the Brown side of things. What, what was the point yeah. of no return? From Baker's side of things, where do you think was the point where, you know, in the event of a Deshaun Watson one-year suspension, it really was not an option for him? Yeah, I think, I think from the moment the Browns even were rumored to be connected, Baker, on, from his perspective, wanted out. He immediately said that within 24 hours, even before the Browns traded for Watson, um, which I thought was weird because, like, Tua, Tua had to deal with rumors about Watson all last year and never said a word about it. Jimmy Garoppolo went to the NFC Championship game in the Super Bowl over the last few years, got pushed out by Trey Lance, and he just played. So I thought it was weird that Baker had that reaction, but I, I think that... It, it was done for him for, at that point. Now, if the Browns had said, hey, you're going to play, there's nothing you could do, I think ultimately he would have caved because what's he going to do, hold out? I mean, that wouldn't benefit him at all. But fortunately, it didn't come to that uh, in, in that situation, and they were able to to move on. Not get much. I mean, for Carolina, it's a, it's a no-brainer. I mean, there is some upside there, and if he could put it together this year, then maybe they think about keeping him long-term. And if he's not, they paid him nothing and gave up very little. So Carolina was, it was actually a, 
a good move, I think. So let's dig into that because there is yeah. a point in 2020 where the Browns had had settled on a formula that worked on the field for Baker, that worked for them, and they obviously they went to the playoffs for the first time in uh, almost 20 years right. and then got their first road playoff win since Bernie Kosar was king and since uh, Bill Belichick was a head coach. So I'll ask you, like, what is the winning formula? How do you succeed with Baker and get the best out of him? You have to protect him. The, 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 uh, he gets very skittish when he's under pressure. You know this. You've watched him play a million times. I know Carolina's offensive line was bad last year. I, I think they improved it this season. You would know better than me. I haven't paid close enough attention to what Carolina's done on their offensive line. But I know you, I know they drafted an uh, offensive lineman in the first round. They had the but, Sam uh, Darnold of offensive lines last year, Bull. <laughs> so, yeah, and it's okay, better now. So that, you know, you can't. If you have that, he's got no chance. Like, he's. There are some quarterbacks, you know, some of the bigger – with Ben Roethlisberger, as much as I disdain him, you know, even if he had trouble on the line when he was in his prime, like, he could deal with that. Baker can't deal with that. You know that. So, Baker's got to have great protection and a great running game. So, obviously, we know how good McCaffrey is, but as, as you guys know, he hasn't been able to stay healthy the last two years. And uh, what's his name? Chuba Hubbard was pretty good. But I think if McCaffrey stays healthy and the offensive line is much better – then he's got a chance to be successful by rolling him out of the pocket, getting him in motion, doing the play action. If 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 McCaffrey's banged up and the offensive line is not improved, it's going to be a long year with, with, even with him. Bull, let's he's look. Definitely going to start though, Nick. Right? Like I hear some people saying it could be Darnold, it could be Corral. I'm like, no, it's going to be Baker, probably almost definitely. Right? Don't if if Matt Rule tries to to start Sam Darnold week one, I will be driving yeah. down from Cleveland to personally yeah. fire himself before the game and anoint yeah, the special teams coach as an interim coach. So I'll ask you. So the Deshaun thing, real quick here. Uh, yeah. Obviously, uh, Sue Robinson has heard both sides. We're just waiting on her decision. In the end, what do you think is the most likely punishment, if there is one, for Deshaun Watson? I've been saying for two months that I think Deshaun Watson is going to get eight games. I'm not changing that. I never bought this big talk of a full season. We, you know, According to Florio, now again, who knows for sure, but it has been confirmed by others, including Mary Kay Cabot, that it is true that in this in this. Uh, court proceedings or whatever it's called with, with Judge Robinson, that there was no proof, no evidence of coercion, of forced behavior, uh, or what's the other word I'm looking for? Uh, I can't think of the other word. Mike, you remember the other word? Undue influence. Violence. No violence. Thank you. That was it. And so Tell Mike thank that, you. Like, uh, Nick says thank you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and because of that, I don't know how you can suspend him for a full year. I mean, the allegations sound bad, but it's not, you know, he had, the cases got thrown out of court. Uh, do I buy he's completely innocent of everything? No, I don't. I think he's going to get a suspension, but I think it's going to end up being six to eight games. And, and anything, I mean, if it's six or less, that's a huge win for the Browns. If it's eight, it hurts a little more because they play the Ravens and Bengals week seven and eight. But I think they could survive up to an eight game suspension for him and still make the playoffs potentially anything more than that i think they're they're in trouble this year follow this man on the twitter machine at adam the bull slide into his dms all right don't don't just get yes. into big daddy's dms here slide into adam the bull's dms at adam the bull and check out yes. the ultimate cleveland sports show streaming live on youtube's uh, youtube's i'm old weekdays uh, 11 a.m to 1 p.m bull 
Uh, I love you, hey, buddy. Nick, Thank you so much. All seriousness. All seriousness. I love you. I'm very, I'm very, you know this. I'm very happy for you. Very proud of you. I know you're going to do well here. All busting shops aside. Good luck. Congratulations. And uh, good luck moving in two days, by the way. Uh, Not two days from now, but, but over one weekend. And to the folks of Charlotte, Nick, I know loved his time there. And I know he's going to go out with, uh, you know, a ball of fury here in the last uh, six days. So uh, you'll you'll they'll always have a place in your in your heart. I know that, but uh, I know you're excited to be coming home, and I know the fans are excited to have you back.